0: Hello. 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 Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of DD Dee Dee and DD. Dee Dee. This is your host Chan Daly. I'm here today with Brittany Knoll. Say hi, Brittany.
1: Hello. Thank you for having <laughs> me on today.
0: I am so happy that you're here with me today. For all of you who don't know, uh, Brittany's like a really talented vlogger slash blogger mommy enthusiast. Like she is literally a boss.
1: <laughs> making me sound, I just was waiting because I'm like, he's just making me sound so much cooler than I am. I'm going like, on that.
0: <laughs> so we, we met, um, And when I lived out in the Bay in San Francisco uh, through Go Inspo, right?
1: Yes. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yes. And she was uh, creating some content with the app Go Inspo, and um, I was doing some work with them, doing an influencer that I was representing at the time as well. So we kind of met there. We didn't really get the opportunity to, like, connect, like, on a one-on-one basis. We were kind of in a group setting. So I'm I'm super excited to get to know you um, today. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's so funny. Social media is so funny because I follow you and watch all your stories and stuff. So I, I, feel like I'm like I feel like I know you, but then I'm like wait, well, we did only meet like that time. <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> no, literally, I feel the same way. And it it's it's so funny. Uh, one of the things that I studied my senior year of college was parasocial relationships and how like people Ooh. use social media as like a way to like like form relationships with people in their heads. And I feel the okay. same way. I like look at your, I look at your children. I look at you. I'm like, oh, they're just such like a cute family. Like, oh, this is my girl. But in reality, <laughs> yeah, I I'm really like, legit. Oh. actually,
1: like, I think the same. I like follow your stories and like when you talk about things. Like when you were posting, I'm so off you know, subject. But you were talking about that whole Starbucks, like your order and all that. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can relate to that. Like,
0: I'm it's, it's like, literally so funny that you um, say that because oh. I, I literally just saw that girl today and I just left <laughs> Starbucks. So, for all you don't know, I had this really, like, awkward situation in Starbucks. Um, I'll recap it a little bit later, but just know <laughs> that I got played in Starbucks. I ranted about it on my story, and I got so many responses from it. But that just shows you.
1: It <laughs> was hilarious. I loved it so much.
0: <laughs> so, today is the first day of Mercury Retrograde. Uh, do you know anything about that? Okay. Are you, are you like, a Zodiac oh, person? No.
1: I'm not anti. The only thing I know about it is, like, it messes everything up. I thought we already have one of those. Like, there's another one? No, I don't know. No, so, apparently, know so, I've
0: been seeing all over social media that there is oh a god. retrograde and in our lives are going to be in shambles for the next yes. 20 or so days. Um, and, apparently, there's three a year that we have to go through. Like, I don't my god, that's no, We already
1: have one. And I really am not that into that. But I will say, whenever was, like, retrograde, this and this, I was like, yeah, um, actually, my life is kind of tricky right now. <laughs> so, Okay. <laughs>
0: is tricky T- talk to me a little bit about that like what what is your typical day like what is, oh is like, day gosh, the day in the life gonna, of Brittany knoll
1: day in the life you made yeah. me sound cool like i have my ears together <laughs> uh, because i am a mama mamapreneur. i have such a hard time saying that word i'm a blogger blogger um uh, content creator i don't usually say influencer because i was still you know whatever but content yeah, creator it's just kind of like so heavy. Um, but anyway, I do have three kiddos. I have a six year old, a five year old and three year old. Um, so I do the whole work from home, you know, mom thing, which is just craziness because it's literally me running around like a chicken with my head cut off half the time. If people saw what I really look like all the time, they'd be like, wow. Um, so it involves, you know, me making sure the kids are set every morning for school. Um, I have my boys, they don't go to school full time, they go to preschool three days a week. So they're home with me some of the days. So it's just me trying to balance time with them and also getting work done. Because mama gotta pay these bills. I'm a single mama. So um shout out to all you single moms out there. Woo woo. Woo woo. Anyway, so my day in my life looks like I usually wake up around six AM uh-huh. and um kids are usually awake at the same time. They wake up really early. Um, I get everyone set for school. I usually try to make a to-do list of things I need to get done, whether it's, um, getting emails done or, um, getting concepts created for content, things like that. And then I like to balance it where I spend time with my kids too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, it's crazy. I try to get everything done between the hours of like eight and Three, sometimes 12, because my boys don't go to school full time. So it's just like a mad rush. What what time
0: do you go to sleep?
1: Well, it depends. (laughs) because So here's the thing. Like, I should go to bed because I wake up so early. I should go to bed early. But by the time I get kids to bed, it's like, that's my me time. Like, I pop open a bottle of wine or maybe a bottle of champagne, because I have this thing with champagne where I will just drink champagne. It doesn't have to be a celebration. (laughs) I have champagne. I champagne. love um, that. I, oh, no, so this is the side note. I started this um, New Year's Eve two years ago. I spent by myself and I bought this $5 champagne. And I was like, you know what? We don't need yes. a special occasion to pop open champagne. So I literally keep it like a cheap bottle in my refrigerator. <laughs> Sometimes on a Tuesday night, I will pop open a bottle of champagne. <laughs> you know what? That, that is the definition of self care i think it is yes and it doesn't uh, have to be expensive i think the cheaper the better it tastes better right? yes
0: i i'm the biggest like enthusiast of five dollar wine from like costco yes. oh my gosh <laughs> oh, yes,
1: yes. it does not have to be expensive but it just makes you feel special so yeah. and it, and, also prosecco. side note it's uh lower in calories so anyway <laughs> yeah so sometimes i'll do that so to answer your question i usually go to bed pretty late because i don't get my mom me time till like post bedtime so um, I usually look like I have bags under my eyes. Thank God for concealer because I look tired most of the time. But, you know, <laughs> <it's life. laughs> so, so what does
0: self-care look like in your life?
1: Oh, man, that's a heavy question. You know, I'm going to say this is actually really interesting, something I've reflected on. Um, I don't think I really understood self-care until I became a single parent. Oh. Um, until I went through, you know, my uh, I was married for eight years. I'm no longer married. I'm now a single mama. Um, and I don't think I really did a good job of taking care of myself until I became a single parent and realized if I don't, then I will not survive. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that's me (laughs) and the kids, there's no like other parent or other adult here. Um, and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, like I need to make sure that I get enough sleep. I need to make sure that I get a babysitter so that I can have time for me and go out with friends still and still Mm. live have a social life, you know? Um, So self-care to me looks like getting a babysitter two times a week or one Mm. time a week. Um, Maybe it's instead of spending, you know, an hour doing laundry, go get my nails done. Thus, my laundry is piled up. But, (laughs) you know, like things like that, where you just have to realize that um, if you don't take care of yourself, there really isn't anyone there who's going to be like, hey, you need to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like friends, but like there's really just... It's just me and my kids. So I'm like, if I, if mama's tired and haggard and like grumpy, then that's not going to be good for anybody.
0: You know, I am so glad that you, that you brought that up, especially being like a single parent, because I was raised by, uh, my mom was single and I, I, um, never really understood how she was like such a superhuman, how she was able to do like everything. But as Mm -hmm. I've grown, as I've grown older, I've kind of, like, gotten to know my mom on a different level where I was, not, I, I noticed, like, if I look back at my childhood, like, she was actually going through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And because I was a child, she would hide that from me, you know, Aww, just yeah, so that would I would be able to, like, do well in school and, like, to be able to live my happy little life, too. But there was a lot yeah. that she had to do whenever she transitioned into being a single mother because my dad, my dad, he passed away. Um Aww. So that was just kind of, like, something that was not expected, and she had to yeah. kind of, like, tackle on this mm-hmm. this task of, like, raising a child by herself. So oh, wow. from, from your, like, from your perspective and your transition into single parenthood, how has that been on your mental health, do you feel like?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I go to therapy, number one. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I would just say it, it takes a toll because like being, you know, whatever your situation is for all those single mamas out there, you know, everyone's situation is so different. Like your mom was widowed. So that's, you know, on top of dealing with grief, you know, she was trying to raise you. So that's huge. Um, but for me and my mental health, I go to therapy and I really have to make sure I'm taking care of myself because there are days where I'm like, I feel like I'm going crazy because it's Mm -hmm. just me. Um, thankfully I do have a, a really nice support system I've got family and close friends that really help me out um, so that's helpful but I think it's also allowing your kids to be part of the process like my kids yeah. know that I am a mess sometimes like I don't mean like I'm not the parent right, but yeah. there are days where I'm like yep mama's grumpy you know and I'm so sorry and like they see that and, and we're kind of in it together like you know I might pop off on them and then have to apologize and be like, <laughs> No, I really like I'm so like I have no problem. It is
0: okay me. to pop off. Uh, you know, have. and then apologize. You, know, you just have to apologize, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, but I do like to be the parent that's like, you know, if I have standards for them as far as like being respectful and how they treat me, then I need to do the same for them. So I'm very right. much saying like, hey, if I pop off, <laughs> I'm like rude, I need to apologize. So there's definitely been days where I'm like, mommy is so sorry, like I've been so stressed out and like. You know, and they're so sweet and understanding. Kids understand so much more than we give them credit for. So oh I God. think... A lot of Kids part- and animals, they just uh, get it. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. We need to get into the whole animal thing later. I, <laughs> I'm like, she has heard all my deepest, darkest secrets. That cat knows more than <laughs> But, yeah, um, allowing them, like, in the process and, like, to their maturity level. Obviously, I'm not, you know, exposing them to, like, adult things. but. Right. Um, just allowing your kids to see you cry and allow your kids to see that, you know, even grownups have um, a sad day and things like that. So that's has been helpful is just um, sitting with it. And then days where I just feel overwhelmed, like just allowing myself to just be, you know, mm-hmm. like, OK, I'm not going to put out anything epic today content wise. Like I'm just having a rough day. So I'm just going to be. Um, that's been super helpful, too.
0: Mm. I, I like that you brought up content because. Being a content creator and someone who who is very much understanding that you have to be consistent in this in oh this world God. when it comes oh to like God. creating content, and I'm more on like the management side, and I'm now starting to branch out on my, my on my own and like trying to become like an influencer of sort of my, for myself. And again, that word is tricky, but I want to I want to start building my own content and my own empire. But I've noticed that in days and in, in weeks sometimes that I'm not feeling my best or I get overwhelmed with life because, as you know, there's just so much that goes on with life. Um, yeah. You still have to, like, continuously be on or put out content. And it's just such a struggle. So how how have you been dealing with that along with, like, having children and having to, like, go to therapy and everything like that? Because I feel like that yeah. is a lot for a person to deal with while Uh, putting out content like even before this call you just did like a sponsored post and i was just like
1: like, like, (laughs) like, how is
0: she doing this right before the call like super superhero
1: I was waiting to hear back from my email or else I would put it up earlier. Uh, full disclosure. But um, yeah, it is. that is like huge for me because I see these other content creators and no judgment, but like these people that just put stuff out every day. And it's like epic. I'm like, dude, no one dies in their family. They don't ever have depression. Like, right. like they You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and for me, it's just not realistic. I come from a pretty authentic place. Granted, I don't share all of my business and every single thing happening, but I do come from a place where I try to be real. I will put up a post and say, hey, this is what's going on. Not to get sympathy, but just to be like, hey, this is real life. And I will say I'm on the struggle bus with that. And I think it's just understanding that sometimes mental health, not sometimes, mental health should always come above Anything else, you right. know, and even if that means that your content might suffer, and you won't be as consistent. Like my YouTube channel, for example, I have been really inconsistent. My followers are so sweet, but I'm like, there have been weeks like my kids have been sick, or this has happened, and I'm like, I can choose between going <laughs> crazy, putting a video up, or <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and right. so I was understanding that ultimately, yes, creating an epic and awesome content is great, but if you are not doing okay personally, and you don't put mental health at the top of your list, then you will go crazy, and right. your content might be great, but you will not be great. But like, <laughs> as a I,
0: I don't think I don't even think other people people understand how much work content is. Like, just yeah. just for example, that that sponsored post that you just put up that yeah. probably <laughs> took some work, you know. And I, I, I think mean, that,
1: I don't know all the details, but let me just say. <laughs> and that's, Tell people, and I don't expect people to know all the ins and outs, but yeah, I think that sometimes people look back, look, um, sit back, and look at content creators and even you, like the work that you do, and think like, okay, you represent people or whatever, or you send some emails, or and they don't understand, like, no, there is like at least ten emails per every, um, (laughs) you know what I mean, like every post, at least ten emails, not to mention concept creatives, right. uh company will just throw something in your lap and say, "Hey, make this cool, make this interesting," and you're like, "Okay, let me like type up a whole thing." Um, <laughs> that's a whole nother story, but yeah, I mean, it's I do share that with my followers. I'm like, you know, people. I think they're like, "What is the work?" Like, I get that question sometimes. Like, what work do you do? You're it's just all like, work. <laughs> and stuff. But I do think that staying creative and being authentic is work and I, and that's the work I want to do. And I'm constantly so hard on myself. I will say that's something I've been trying to work on in um, 2019 goal was to like, be less hard on myself because I, I don't think people understand, like, I will sit there and analyze something like anything I put up. I've at least analyzed it for at least an hour, if not multiple hours <laughs> before. Mm. it got up. So absolutely anyway
0: there's been podcast episodes i've been like "Ooh, like it's ready it's edited and i'm just like maybe i can just tweak it here and there and it's been like weeks later <laughs> yeah. yeah i and think
1: that's the creative mind that's the creative mind
0: yeah because okay so i want to get your perspective on this so there are the content creators that are super raw and authentic and they they're just putting stuff out there and They don't care about the lighting. They don't care about things like that. But it's so hard whenever you're, like, kind of, like, type A. And Mm -hmm. you're trying to – I'm very much so type A. I'm, like, I want it to be, like, high video quality. I want the editing to look nice. And I want it to be super authentic. So whenever you put all those factors together, it's just, like, you could really be working on a video for, like, a very long time. Or, like, anything. So it's just – it's a lot of pressure to not only, like, be consistent but to have quality content and to put it out there for people to enjoy. And not know how people are gonna perceive it as well. Because you know, yeah. we live in this world that's like super um like instant gratification. So mm-hmm. you have about all the thirty seconds to grab people's attention. If you exactly. don't have it, if you don't have it then then it's just like you just spent all these hours for something that might be like not yeah. showing the appreciation that you think it exactly. deserves.
1: Exactly. That yeah it deserves. So I think it's funny and this is like a side note. I don't even know if this is like on topic, but I think it's funny for me when I like go into a photo shoot and like do all this creative. Like I do shoot with, um, I have a friend that helps me do um, photography and like, you know, little higher quality pictures other than cell phone pics and those posts will not do well but i do like oh my, oh, my gosh <laughs> it is. And it's like, yes. hey, all the all the likes, all the reach i'm like okay so i just paid for a whole photo shoot that nobody can
0: listen i was just talking to sidel about this because she yes. through it, she hired a photographer and she was just like i don't understand why these pictures are not doing as good as yes. like when I just upload a selfie, you know, <laughs> selfie,
1: <right? laughs> it's, it's so
0: interesting because all, all what it, you want to make yourself, it's, you know, Instagram is all about the high quality aesthetic and you want to make sure that you're marketable to like companies right. and everything. That's why you like invest this money into professional photography, but then your followers see right through it. And they're just like, wait, yeah. <laughs> we well, should
1: not keep a happy medium. Cause I've asked my followers before. I'm like, do you like those, you know, monochromatic, uh, you know, blah, 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 like nothing against that, but they were like, no, we don't really care about that. And like, yeah, we just like those like random cell phone pics. So right. it's like a happy me because I will say when I did up my photography quality in my, on my post, like I have more companies reach out because companies right, want their yeah. stuff to look good.
0: And, that's how, we, it's and like, that's how the, that's how the bills get paid. Let's be honest. Like
1: exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest at the end of the day. That's <laughs> hmm. But- okay, so I'm going to just, I'm not in charge of this podcast, but I'm just okay. gonna be like, we're to talk about dating. Because can okay. I just tell you, I am obsessed with your stories when you talk about anything with dating. Like, oh, I'm right. just like, what is <laughs> he going to say?
0: Like, what Literally, happened? I i think that that's a part of my brand now is like not having my life together when it comes to dating. Because uh, what I, I tell what? you it is a hot mess every single time. <laughs>
1: I love it, because I know I feel bad, but it like secretly it's kind of like, I'm like, Ooh, what's, what's going on?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I am glad that you were enjoying My Broken Heart.
1: <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, that sounds so bad. I feel so bad. No, no, I no, no, no. I, I,
0: I completely agree, because whenever people I, upload tea on their stories, too, I'm like,
1: oh, okay. So what, you like, you're just so, like, real about it, too. It's just so entertaining. And <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't want to be laughing at his loss, but I'm also oh my gosh he keeps it so real so i will just say i do stock your stories and i'm always entertained
0: you know it 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 is okay because i am entertained by my love life too because when i tell (laughs) you i'm that friend that like always has like a new boy story every week whatever i'm talking about whenever i'm talking to people so like i think i'm known for that now but it's just it's just such a transition i'm so grateful that i am kind of like struggling right now because I think that it really will pay off in the long run. I'm learning a lot of lessons. Um it's hard to navigate, especially being like twenty-four. I just came out last oh, year. And <laughs>
1: I want to be 24 again. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i wish. wait how how old are you? I don't know. I am 32. And I, okay. I'll be 32 in September and I'm not ashamed of that number. But okay. I'm just like when I hear I, I have another um I have some I have a lot of friends that are like younger. And I just, I love y'all because y'all are so much smarter than I ever was at this age. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, 24. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: Uh, honestly, I I really view as every like detrimental situation as kind of a lesson. And I'm just like, okay, this is going to prepare me for like my the person I'm supposed to be with. Like I'm going to have to deal with a lot of things. And I only started serious dating, seriously dating last year. Um, okay. So I didn't expect to like, you know, Come out like have a awesome relationship and have no like I know I have to pay my dues you know everybody has mm-hmm. to. So with with your dating situation because I feel like it's it's more complicated as you mm-hmm. as you get older and you have your own like established career and you have children like how do you navigate that?
1: Um. So here's another th- here's the thing like this is something that I really had never gone through before you know I was married for eight years. Mm-hmm you know, like, all, you know, had kids and all that, so I'm like, obviously, I never dated while having kids, because I was married and all that.
0: <laughs> right, good having- thing.
1: <laughs> Like, there's no book, there's no book, like, okay, so when you do decide to date, when they- actually, you know what, I might need to write that book. Mm. It's just, had an idea. Um, but yes, yeah, there's really no flavor on how to do that. So for me, I just kind of fell into it. Um, it's hilarious because I swore against dating apps. Like mm. I, once I got to the point where I felt like I was healed and I was able to, you know, be in a, a good place for me. Cause that was big for me. It was like, I didn't want to rebound, you know, like, Oh, I'm my marriage is ended. So now I'm going to go rebound and date. Like I really waited to make sure I was in a good spot. Mm. Um, and then when I decided to, I was just like, okay, I hate dating apps. Like, I tried Tinder. I know everyone has a different view. Of I hate dating things, apps,
0: too. Oh, my gosh.
1: But I will just say, I, I did. There was one app that I got on. What was that? So, I got on Bumble. Okay, um, okay. Bumble's you know, good. I had never heard of it. I, the only dating app I've heard, ever heard of was really Tinder. Because, obviously, I was married. And, like, I wasn't on dating right. apps. I didn't know. <laughs> For of them, I like, well, Why would you know?
0: have a dating app, you know? Fact,
1: old lady, like... When I was twenty something, like there wasn't dating apps like the way they are now. So anyway, Mm -hmm. so I, you know, Tinder, and I was like, Tinder scared. I was like, ugh, nope, Tinder not for me. (laughs) I I know it's for some people. When I tell you I'm
0: the Kenga Tinder, I am the of Tinder at this point. Like I have a whole like thing figured out. I actually pay for it, so I don't have to go swiping. People just come to me. I'm just like,
1: okay. I know a lot of people too that have, have had success on it. Like my brother met his significant other on Tinder. So I don't, I don't really hate on Tinder because of Tinder. It's just Mm -hmm. my experience, but like, Mm -hmm. I know people found success, but for me, I was like, "Uh, this is not working for me. Like, nope, nope, nope. So I was out with a girlfriend and we were hanging out and our waitress, um, she was talking about how she met her boyfriend on Bumble and like. I was like, you know, a few drinks in, and we were just talking to her, and she was like, you should try it. So we, I went home, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll just make a profile. Like, it was like a joke. I wasn't even serious about it. I just threw some random pictures up and, like, a really ridiculous bio and stuff. But, like, I will say there were a lot – the quality was a little higher on that app than Tinder. Mm. Um, so anyway, long story short, I did go on a few dates and, like, met the person I'm dating now. And um, – okay. Yeah, I will. I've just been navigating it as I go, I will say, because there's really no playbook for me. I also realize that I'm extremely private when it comes to that. Right. Um, so, I'm like, I know teach their own on social media, but, like, some people are like, every pig's a pick of me and my boo, and, like, we, you know, we're here and there. And for me, oh, I'm just, absolutely. like, very, very, like, private. Like, I'm just protective and just kind of, you know, and also just with having this social media thing, like... I think that it's really easy to get caught up and be like, oh, people want to see this, so I'm going to show it. And for me, I'm just very cautious, you know?
0: I think that that's so smart, being, like, an influencer of sorts where you, everything can't be work, you know? Like, yeah. Like, it's 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 important for you to keep something to yourself, I think.
1: Exactly. So yeah.
0: if this is the thing that you keep to yourself amongst other things, then I feel like all power to you because, I mean, you you did have a very public relationship, like, before. Yes.
1: Very much so. And I think that's part of it too. I think that's the, I mean, my personality tends to be that way anyway, but I think also part of it is, I mean, even with my kids, like, you know, I share things and they're part of, you know, they're I put them on stories and things, but there are a lot of things that I'm like, this is just for me, you right. know, like I, I go to like a, like one of their performances or they're this and that. And I think it's funny because, and I love my followers they are all amazing, but they see a very small portion of my life. And sometimes right. I think like, um, oh, we didn't see that on the vlog, so it didn't happen. And I'm like, well, <laughs> newsflash, um, you know, you, I don't really vlog like everything. So right. <laughs> I love y'all, but like there are definitely things that I'm not, I'm putting out there. And I think that that's a good thing. I think that there is a fine line between your real life and, you know, social media. And sometimes that line can get really blurry. Right. Um, so Especially really whenever
0: you money. are like making money off of like your online persona. And it's just yeah. like, people. do you feel like people think that they own you via social media or like they own like some of you, a part of you?
1: I, mean, I will say my following is so amazing and like I have lucked out, not lucked, but I'm just so blessed. Like, mm-hmm. and this is not just me just saying this, like my following are just, they are like a group of girlfriends. Like it really is like you go on my Instagram and like, you know, if I do put a picture up of me and my boo, it's like, yes girl, we're here for it. Like everyone is so positive and they're not like super invasive. (laughs) I just have the best followers. I just gotta say, so I don't really feel pressured. I mean, I do get comments here and there and questions like, Hey, you know, like something really personal. I'm just like, you know what? I just don't, I, I won't just not answer that. Cause I just, you know, that is not as too personal, but thankfully, group of people aren't super pushy and constantly trying to make me overshare and i think a lot of them have been around for a long time and they know my personality like they know Brittany is like introvert at heart and like i'm <laughs> private and so when they do get a snippet a lot of them are like hey thanks for sharing that we know you're super private in that area and so um i kind of like that i think keeping a little mystery is good like the whole oh, thing you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, mystery is everything. And especially when it comes to like your your mental health and your sanity, if you're putting everything out there, you're you're basically leaving everything up for like public scrutiny. And I know that that isn't yeah. your following, um, yeah. but there obviously is like, you have to like, there's an evolution when it comes to that, what I'm basically trying to say, yeah. of like you being able to kind of discern what moments are the right moments to put up. There yeah. to people because I always try to find that balance too. Like you said, I'm I'm very vulnerable, like on my stories with people, but still like I'm not sharing every bit and piece of information. Yeah. I kind like and really? just doing what I think what I think that people will find funny and relatable. But also, it comes with like real pain sometimes. Like I, I never put I never put it whenever I'm like super going through it because I've I've been through so much in the past six months dating wise, and it's been really painful i can laugh about it now because i i've come to understanding that this is something that just comes with you know growing up and learning yourself and learning learning like what your standards are what your expectations are um and just growing firm in that but it's been hard you know so
1: yeah Oh really? So, and I think that comes across like I that's yeah. I think that is why I enjoy following you on social media because when I fall like when I watch your stories, I don't feel like oh my god, she's like trying to overshare to get attention. Like you are so authentic and in the moment, and you have discretion, and you also are very just open, and it's easy to follow you because. I feel like I know you. You know what I mean? And you can tell when someone's being authentic and when they're not. And, like, I think that that's what we're drawn to now in this day and age because everyone's online, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something they want to say. But for me personally, I relate the best to people that are willing to be authentic. And um, you're also hilarious. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I,
0: I am so show. glad that I am, I am just, like, not the only person that thinks I'm kind of funny. <laughs> no,
1: you're really funny. Yeah. Um, do you have I feel about Do you have a YouTube channel or is that not your thing? Cuz I'm like, ooh, get it. I mean, I feel like so, I would be like for So, it. I
0: have a YouTube channel, but it's something that is like I'm not consistent at all on YouTube. Like I'll upload a video like once every 6 months, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cuz that's just like that's not a platform like I want to focus on right now, yeah. but yeah. I think that as time progresses, I do want to get on YouTube. I think it's just like a level yeah. of comfort for me because ooh. I feel like that is super like permanent for some reason in my head i'm just do like i can yeah. i can do my thing on stories people love that energy but like it's hard for me to like translate that into other platforms because i'm always just like oh is this doing too much like am i putting too much of myself out there it's like a fear or insecurity
1: no, I, I mean, and youtube is just a whole thing too and it's also changing that's a whole nother story so you you I started
0: you started off on youtube did you not or oh did you... i've
1: been on youtube for like nine years like before uh, okay, okay. Was a thing before I, I, I'm like, I don't know if people understand. Like, I was on Instagram like day one, like six uh-huh. years ago. before anyone was like, you know, there was no stories, there were no one's making money. It was like, take a picture of your cat, take a picture of your dinner. Like, <laughs> right. it was just random. So it's just interesting to see how far all of these things have come. And I'm, I'm not complaining about it, I think it's great, but yeah. I think you just have to ground yourself because you can become very caught up. You know, there's days where I'm like, I wake up, and this is truly an authentic moment right now. I'm gonna admit this. Like, there are days I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, my story views were really low yesterday. I need to do something interesting today. You know, oh, like, what absolutely. should I
0: do? You know what I, mean? I get I so stressed out when my stories are like, like low because I'm oh just like, God. oh, people don't care about me. Or like, whenever I don't like, reach a certain amount of likes on Instagram, I'm like, oh.
1: Right? <laughs>
0: like, it's just, it's frustrating and because this is our means of like, income like we yeah. both approach it very differently like you're more on like the influencer side i'm more on the management side but i still worry about those things because i'm like people are gonna look at my social media and be like oh should i have this person represent me yeah, Brian, and, yeah exactly. you know and you're like you know will these people want to follow me or will these brands want to partner with me you know
1: exactly yeah because you put up a branded post and you're like well it's it's and that's a whole other story because you know i know what i know what works well for my brand and sometimes the the brand i'm working with is like not with it. And I'm like, okay, well this isn't going to perform well because, but yeah. And and at the end of the day, it, it, you know, it makes those platforms lose some of their fun and creativity. And so I do try to like bring myself back to earth and say, you know what, at the end of the day, yes, this is a means for income, but at the end of the day, I love my followers and I, it's about them, you know, and it also about me as far as the content that I want to create and what feels right for me. And even though I might know there's posts or videos that will get tons of views. If it's not me, I'm not going to put it up,
0: Mm. you know, I'm just not.
1: So. So
0: brand wise, what transitions do you feel like your brand has um, had in the the nine years that you've been in business? Because you went from, you know, married to like single to like, you know, now you're, you're pursuing another relationship. Like how do, how do you, how do you keep up?
1: Well, I, I I will just say, like, just embracing what is. Right. I think if you start going to be like, ah. Uh, because a lot of my, our, my viewers and followers have been there since the beginning. Like, mm. since day one. Day one was, I, this wasn't even really my thing. Like, my ex, he was, like, all up in YouTube, right? You know, nine right. years ago, I didn't know what YouTube was. Um, So we started as, like, a the family vlogger channel and, like, this whole thing. And then um, when I decided to rebrand and continue on – That was like a huge step for me because at first I was very intimidated. I was like, you know, everyone has been here for this. So are they going to continue? You know what I mean? Like, are they still going to be here for it? And then, man, my girl group, talk about girl power. They showed out. They were like, we are here for you, girl. Like, we're still here. I was like, yes. Um, So I think it was just learning how to be comfortable in that. And I'm still working through that. I think I said I rebranded like two years ago, but really the rebrand has taken like, over that time, for me to figure out who I am and what content I, you know, what is my style. Like, mm. when I edit the videos, like, what is wh- what is me? What am I going to show? Um, so, it's been, like, a process. I feel like I'm, like, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Like, mm. that's so cool. But it's just, it's been that way. I look back at some of my old videos. I was like, oh, my gosh, y'all are so sweet for, like, sticking with me. I <laughs> like, the lighting was terrible. and Like, the audio was so bad. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but I think that's what you know, evolving, becoming. I just started reading Michelle Obama's Becoming, and I'm oh, like,
0: oh. I need to, I need to read that.
1: I'm only like a few what, chapters what, in.
0: What is the like, gem that you found so far?
1: Well, actually, I mean, I'm going to just say the gem I found was from the podcast, not even from the book, because I'm only like a chapter in. But she did a podcast with Oprah. I don't know if you listen <sighs> to uh, <sighs> the uh, Oprah oh saved
0: my God. life every time.
1: Right. Um, <laughs> it's like the own. Oh, what is it? Super Soul conversations. Super Soul. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I, I love that podcast and Michelle Obama was on there talking about her book and she was talking about why she named it becoming like, what does that mean to her? And she was like, you know, if I ever get in a point in my life where I don't feel like I'm progressing Mm. or I feel like I've made it, then, um, that's not a win for me. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like if Michelle Obama of all people saying this,
0: Michelle Obama is not with her life. Like that's amazing. (laughs) That makes me feel so much better
1: this idea of like, when I get here, I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Like when I'm, when I've reached this level, then, then I'll be successful. And, and her point was like, we are always becoming like, we should never arrive. right? You know, you have goals and yes, you want to reach these goals, but like, you should never get in a place in your life where you're like, okay, I've made it. I'm good. I'm just gonna sit back. Like, and that right. was so inspiring to me because it, it kind of took the pressure off. I was like, okay, so it's okay that I'm, I'm 32 years old and thought I would have my life figured out. It's okay that I actually don't. Because <laughs> Michelle Obama right. is saying the exact same thing. Yeah. And she's like, if you don't learn something new every day, then there's, you know, there's a problem. And really? I just, I was so inspired by that. So, um, that is definitely my mantra, mantra. Cause I'm just like, I don't know. I literally have no idea. And I always thought when I turned 30, my life would just be this okay, now you know everything. And it's actually been the opposite of that. <laughs> <I'm, maybe>
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so aside from like the brand, the blog, relationships, kids, who do you feel like you are aside of those things?
1: Oh my gosh. That's a really good question. Because it, it's like at the end of the day, you know, I spend so much time.
0: Catering like to everyone else. Yeah, you know? catering
1: to everyone. You know, like the mainly my kids. Like I'm like, right. that's been nice. My god, making them snacks like oh my god <laughs> um who am i you know here's the funny thing and this isn't to say i don't love what i do but i am one of those people that is really i would be so okay to be behind the camera
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: to not be seen. um and where i am in life right now i am embracing being in front of it and like being the person you know the face of the brand and all that but like if you ask me what like crunchy granola Brittany would be, I would be like a National Geographic like videographer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's like my dream job. Like, oh my gosh! Animals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so unexpected.
1: Yeah, but, it's really whack.
0: But um, <laughs> what, what, when I say that, let's let's even put the the career aside. Like all is career. Like what are what are your thoughts throughout the day? Like, what are your lingering, like, oh, this is what I think about mostly?
1: Um, I think that if you ask me, like, what is your goal? Like, what, what would Brittany love to accomplish in the next 10 years? Mm-hmm. I have been trying to write a kid's book for, like, forever. And I just need to finish it. I just need to do it. So I'd love to do that. I love children's literature. Mm. Um, I also love being able to use storytelling to create change mm. and to help. So I would love to eventually, whether it's a documentary or some sort of, um, I don't know. I don't even know what it looks like. I would love to start some sort of foundation or something where I can use my creativity, um, to help other people in storytelling.
0: I love that. Um,
1: yeah. So those are like the broad goals. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really know. Because
0: I, I think I that know. being an influencer in this day and age is so interesting because there's obviously like a shift always. There's, there's a new trend. Mm -hmm. There's always a new, there's always somebody new. There's always a brand that wants something different. Um, so it's kind of like influencers, they have to figure out how to like create longevity, you know, and how to Mm -hmm. actually, you know, live, not not live, but how to actually make their names last, Mm -hmm. you know, and to yeah. like have a strong foundation, have a product, have something, yeah. so that whenever Instagram is no longer Instagram, right. whenever YouTube yeah. is no longer YouTube, what who it's are no you going right. to be outside
1: yeah. of that? I will be the first to say everyone does a really good job of that, except me. <laughs> <laughs> that is like fading away in the distance, and you know, and that's okay. I've always seen like this part of my life as just kind of a moment. Like I don't think this is a forever thing. Obviously, for me. And I don't mean that in like a fatalistic way. I just think that every season of life has its moment. Right. And so, um, I don't know what the next, I don't, there, I don't know what the next is. Um, but I do know that I won't always be online and like, there will be a time where I probably will retire. Cause I'm like an old lady now in social media. You've been on for a long time. <laughs> there will be a day that I, you know, say, hey, you know what, I'm, this is, you know, I'm done, but I don't know when that day is. And, right. um, I will say the fact that I have people messaging me saying, hey, I'm a single mom and I love watching you because mm. it gives me hope. Those are the things that fuel me. Mm. You know, it's not not necessarily like, oh, like my pictures and give me all these accurate, you know, like all this praise. It's more of like if I can impact someone and let someone know you are not alone in this life and um you are seen, that is huge for me. And so that's kind of what's helped me keep going. Because there's definitely been days where I'm like, I'm not that important and I'm not that interesting. Why am I still online Um, (laughs) from someone? And they're like, hey, my mom just died and, like, your videos are making me happy. Uh, And I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. (laughs) I'm not that cool, but I'm so happy that I'm able to, like, you know, do this for you. So,
0: I How does that sound beautiful? (laughs)
1: It's just a big question mark.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean... That's that's really like I, I feel like I asked that to a lot of people in the industry, and I feel like you're the first person that really has been so realistic about your your future in social media, what your and what fuels you, because I do think a lot of people are in it for the money and the fame and the the accolades, and that's all so fleeting. So it it's awesome that you're like wise enough to know that this is just like a moment for you, and you're okay with that, and you're willing to like you know, take the steps or build your portfolio to get to the next place, which is amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just got to be realistic. You know, I'm an old, washed up, 32 year old How <laughs> long I are mean, people going to really care?
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, honestly, I am a big fan of your content and I love how relatable you are because I do see <laughs> your authenticity. I do see how you're trying to figure it out and you're open about being tried because who, who wants to be around someone that is perfect all the time? And that's, that's why I like don't, I can't, with like the new generation of like these Instagram models, Instagram mm-hmm. girls that never yeah. like share any of their like problems, mm-hmm. and they just look like th-
1: perfect all the time.
0: Nothing against Kylie Jenner, but she just like looks perfect all the time, and she's a billionaire, mm-hmm. so it's just like, what issues do you really have? You know, yeah, I would okay. rather follow somebody like a Brittany Know where I'm like, oh okay, well, <laughs> you're, this is somebody I can relate to, and I could be friends yeah.
1: with. You know, that's what meant to me. Like I've literally had people say like, I love. You because i know you're gonna i think someone literally was like i know you're gonna show like the struggle i was like yes <laughs> it at all but that's why like that is if that's my my you know mantra or whatever is like the struggle is real but you can still find beauty and joy in it and i'm here for it i'm down for that so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to be the person we're coming to for like you know the perfect life but, I, you know, it is what it is. Life is so hard. It really is. And I know not everyone is willing to share that, and I get that. Um, but if I can share something that makes someone feel seen and makes someone feel like they're not alone, i that's what I'm about. So
0: so yes. for any like uh, like up and coming youtuber or even a single parent that's trying to get into or a parent or anybody that's trying to get into like youtube or instagram and they want to share their lives with people what is your like piece of advice for them
1: my piece of advice would be sit down first before throwing anything out there and um figure out what the end goal is you know mm-hmm. like what are you trying to achieve um, and what are you passionate about? And this is always the hard answer. Cause I've talked to high schoolers and like all these people who are like, I want to be an influencer. I want to make, you know, I want to make money and like <laughs> I- you make millions of dollars. And I'm like, honestly, and this isn't the popular answer. You can't go into it just for the money. Like right. you hey, will get out. Like if you have no other passion other than like, how do I get a viral video and make millions? Um, so find your passion. Number one. Figure out what you love, what you want to share with the world. Um, be consistent. Number two, something I'm actually still working on.
0: <laughs> We're all still working three, on it.
1: Right? And number three, be um, willing to be authentic in a way that feels comfortable for you. Meaning, authentic for some people might not be the same for someone else. You know, for me, authentic is like, hey, I might roll in with no makeup and be like, hey, this is my life. That may not be for everybody. but. I will say the more you can be true to yourself, um, the more people can relate to you and the happier you will be putting your content out. Because if you're trying to be someone else, um, you're going to get really tired and really burned out very right. fast. So that's fine. That's all. That's it. Wow. <laughs> Create, love, and be you
0: well thank you so much for uh taking your time and being on this podcast i learned so much just about your life and about you and about what's next for you and what that's the first
1: for and um thank
0: you
1: for having just, me. just
0: know that moment. i'll be on instagram rooting for you all right thank, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of dd and dd thank you and i'll see you next week bye